0: And we're off. Oh man. We're officially recording now. Yeah, we are. We're 3 seconds in. <laughs> and should I turn it off? No, I don't sound anxious at this point, I don't think. You sound very anxious. Nope. Everyone can I'm hear not looking, the tension. I'm not looking at the fact that we're 15 seconds in and I'm <laughs> thinking of what useful things I have to say at this point. <laughs> we could cut the tension with a knife in this room. Yep. Uh this room. This is the point where someone says for those of you listening at home, but I do I say that on this, but You do. And that's mostly for, for us when we listen to this Later. podcast again, <laughs> which I'm describing it to myself, which is just insane. But it's a whole very uh, egocentric yeah. endeavor. The whole conceit that there's this is for an audience. Yeah, that people want that more we of don't this. have. Yeah, we it don't mean, have. An I know audience. you got to start somewhere. Hey. But usually when someone does a podcast, they have people that know them. No, we don't. I we do have. Last I looked. Fifteen subscribers on iTunes. Fifteen subscribers. That's pretty good. That's for seven episodes? I don't know. If they can like pay it forward and have this be the one thing they do, and they s- they tell someone else to listen to the podcast, or whatever this is. They should make a movie about that. No. A startup podcast. Mm-mm. Sort of hay- have Haley Jo Osmond there. No. That sounds like a terrible... Did you ever see that Pay Pay It Forward movie? Yeah, too dark for when I was watching it 15 years old. Yeah, I know. I thought it'd be like it's just a bright movie cover. It's got was it? Kevin of Spacey. Kid, Helen uh, Hunt. Helen Hunt. Yep. Haley Joel Osment. It's like an amber co- color, and then um, spoilers: he gets stabbed at the end in a school ground. Uh, the karma doesn't exist. I guess that's supposed to be the irony. He gets killed. This this kid who wants to. Was that the favors. point of that movie? Was that was I don't know, no but karma? I found that very ironic. I think they, t- um, I just, I I don't know. I didn't just pick a up on punch. any of that as a kid. No. I think I took it as the the start of it, of just paying it forward. Mm-hmm. I took it from the title, and I didn't learn anything else after that. Yeah, I, I like the movie, though. I was 15. I don't know what happened. I wasn't ready to talk about Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> I didn't prepare for this. <laughs> on a serious level. Yeah. What you you t- I sent you specific instructions to look up Haley Joel oh, Osment information before we got here. Are you telling me you didn't do that? Even Haley Joel Osmond's like, "Oh, that's what happened in the movie?" He might listen to this. He's He could. I don't know what he has better to do. We are probably the only podcast talking about Haley Joel Osmond right now. Other probably. than his other than his own if he has one. I don't know. Yeah. The Haley Joel podcast. Maybe. Yeah. So, we're here uh mm-hmm. today with uh, Robbie Wietrich, local comedian, all-around talent. Um, uh, That's my name, Um, but I don't. Comedian is the idea that I make uh, people that I want to make laugh, and that doesn't usually happen. They usually groan at the puns I make or laugh heartily. We were, should I t- talk about the short course joke that I made? Y- yeah, go for it. This this is a short course thing, at UW Madison where a farm student goes in a, in a short agricultural course and then graduates to something, and then one of the kids that was going for it died in like a like a tractor accident, and I said it was a, oh must have been a really short course. <laughs> Nobody laughed. Ryan did. Well, he that said was it. Fun. To be fair, you said it at the funeral. <laughs> yeah. <So>. tough crowd. <laughs> I don't know. Poor taste. It was. It wasn't the best opener at a funeral. No, it's hard to start, and it's hard. People don't tell you that. What? <laughs> it's hard to start. People don't tell you that it's hard to do stand-up gigs at funerals for the person you don't know. Sometimes you take what you can get. Mm-hmm. I was. I plugged it before on earlier podcasts, but I just do stand-up on street corners around Madison. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of gigs, but I'm not officially booked anywhere. No. I'm booked where they won't kick me off. The corner. Right. So you're unsigned. Still unsigned artist for everyone unsigned listening. Unsigned com- comedian. Everyone. I mostly just do observations of the people walking by like, look at this fucking guy walking on his way to work. <laughs> <laughs> they don't <laughs> they don't appreciate you're not, that. <laughs> you're not even talking to anyone else. If there's <laughs> one person on the street, you're telling them I'm telling how, them how how they about invoke. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it it's been going good. So that's your life. Um Yeah, I'm not a <sighs> You have done comedy I before. I have done it. Yeah, I made people laugh decently. So it was a relief that I didn't die or fail when I did it. So, I feel like you bombing though would also be funny. I feel like you could get out of it somehow. For, for who? For the for <laughs> maybe just the people who know you. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you just keep playing it on, on loop, like I would do in my head if I did bomb. Um, but that didn't happen, and I'm here to continue the pursuit of making someone laugh. I don't think it's happening with this. No? Except maybe Haley Joe Osment. He might be laughing. No. I'll be wondering why, anyone's why we're talking about him in the first place. What else are we going to talk about? Um, let's see. I'm clutching the microphone trying to scramble for ideas to talk to <laughs> talk about. I haven't looked at Ryan much you during the course <laughs> of this. <laughs> You're looking straight at I'm looking ahead. straight at the table on the recorder. Yep. Pressing myself for something interesting to talk about. Is How? this is this the minimal amount of uh pressure that like makes you very anxious? Uh Like is this the It's a low threshold. It's a very low threshold. I mean, I'll listen to this later, but right. I think th- the pressure stems from, like, whatever this comes out to release, whoever listens to this, if it's, like, a friend. Uh, it won't be a relative. A friend. Yeah, I, d- I've n- I have not told I my parents that I'm doing to. this. No. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> they, no I don't they, have that conversation. They don't understand. They would ask questions e- even after they heard it. They'd be like, who is this for? They would have qu- who, Someone wants to listen to this? They would have questions is I don't have answers for. Yeah. So like my grandmother would not understand this. No, there's certain things that you just ah, it's not their time. I don't think I mean they had radio shows in my grandma's day that were popular, but it wasn't like this. They were something. produced and stuff. Mhm. I don't Yeah. They had segments. They did. We don't have any segments on this show. We were just talking out of our ass scrambling for something. How, uh, how what are we at? What's our what's our time? I see I you still know. staring at I'm that. At s- <laughs> it's upside down which gives me a lot more pressure than I thought. <laughs> really? No. Would you like me to turn what it around? What are we at? at s- 7 minutes 24 seconds. Look at how fast this goes. We it's only got another we got another 2 hours. It hasn't felt like 30 minutes so far in my head. Definitely. Is that what you thought it was no. going to be like? Like it was just going to no. I'm going to lean back now. You're going to scramble for things to Oh wait. Uh, yeah. See this couch? We're recording on a couch right now and it's hard to have a conversation. With someone on a couch, because you yeah. can't look at them. You got to look to the side. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you just stare ahead at my blank TV or at the podcast equipment or the podcast equipment, if that's what you want to look at. I've mm-hmm. been avoiding that. I feel like my podcast has got off on the wrong track. It's my fault, uh, not something with yeah. you. I just I feel like I'm, I'm rambling, trying to explain myself a little bit too much. I've, se- I've done a well lot. Of, I've done a lot of exposition for whatever it is we're trying to do. That's the point of this, though. I mean, like I'm on this. Every single episode we record. Mm-hmm. So obviously I want you to talk more than I'm going to talk. Okay, Of so course that's going to put pressure on you though. I didn't want to tell you that off the bat. Just saying, here, go. But Right. No, we're just going to talk because yeah. yeah, I think we have enough banter or chemistry established for anyone listening at home. We're longtime friends. Um, listen to podcasts recently. I've been listening for a while to the podcast and I was like, eh, I should try that. And then... you got. All, what have you been doing instead of... Because li- you spent uh, quite a bit of time listening to podcasts, if I remember. Oh, definitely. You were listening to them before I started listening to them. Mm-hmm. Started in the summer of '09, actually. I know, do you remember me. the first podcast you ever listened to? It was the Adam Carolla Show. Yeah. And... I, I enjoyed that. Was he interviewing who was on? I, don't rem- I do not remember that. I remember what I was doing dur- during it. I was... What were you doing? M- mowing lo- a lawn, which... To be fair, if you can listen to a podcast clearly and mow your lawn, you probably shouldn't be doing both together because you can't hear anything else. I was going to say, were you mowing your lawn so you didn't have to listen to Adam Carolla talk? No. Boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> I've never gotten booed on this show before. It feels good. It's a first time for everything. I want to get some audience noises in the background. Oh. Just like claps and yeah. ohs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We need a soundboard guy as an audience. Or it could just be us. Um, I've been thinking about that. Yeah, not to have a guy for a soundboard, but getting one and yeah, how using that, it. How, you know how that works? I mean, I think there's actual soundboards where you press a, l- a set of buttons hooked up to a computer, but you could just use a computer. Yeah, and just say hey, you could. I could. My computer's sitting right there. I could hook this up into my computer mm-hmm. and use a program to record this and add stuff. But man, whatever product, product podcast people are gonna get out of this, um. N- It'd be funny if we just had a four-hour podcast trying to like find something and then whittle it down to the best 20 minutes. It's sort of all over the place, but it's entertaining. Maybe this podcast can be about finding something to talk about because you, we don't normally have trouble finding things to talk about. But you put these microphones in front of us, and all of a sudden it, there's a pressure situation. Where well, you have to perform. Well, this is my first time on a podcast. You're like... Slash listening <laughs> to my own recording of something. You're on a stage, even if it is the saddest stage ever. Mm-hmm. A couch? Yeah. Drinking soda? I'm drinking beer, you're drinking soda. Yeah. You chugged that soda already. You must be pretty nervous. And it's a small glass of soda. <laughs> I usually have to defend my drinking of soda. That's not what I came here for. Um, That's what this is about. It's an intervention. No, I, I think this should unfold naturally. I think we should just... Start with how our days went, okay, and then analyze each other's day, and then get a little metaphysical about it, and then come to a, a point of solace with where our lives are, and maybe this is a springboard to something cool. You think we can come to a point of solace within the course of an episode? Because I've been trying to for years, like twenty four years. No, but and if it we hasn't can, happened, if we can come to a place of understanding that we're both in a similar boat. In that respect, maybe that's comforting. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's maybe that's all you can ask for out of a podcast. I know. To know that someone else is feeling s- similarly, as I was talking about it at least. Anyway, how was your day, Ryan? It was good. Um, what did I do today? I got up. I went and recorded a different episode of this show. You did. With Dylan earlier this afternoon. I meant to wake up at like 9.30 and then I slept until 1 because... Mm-hmm. I haven't been sleeping a lot, and on my days off, it's nice to sleep in, yeah, because um, I have to get up early until Saturday for the next three days um, and then I went and I traded in I sold my ds mm. Nintendo DS and mm. that's a game console for That, is, <laughs> <things> <laughs> that <thing laughs> is a game console um, I got thirty bucks for that that I originally I think I bought for 200 or 150 <sighs> back when it came out. But I've gotten a lot of years off of that thing. Yeah. Um, then I w- went grocery shopping, and then I came back and I watched Forensic Files, and then you came over here. You d- I stopped you from watching Forensic Files. No, it was no, it was on uh, regular TV. They play one episode a night at like mm-hmm. seven thirty or whenever it was. How much were you paid to plug Forensic Files on this podcast? I would love if Forensic Files sponsored this show. It wouldn't make any sense. No, I don't think they do any advertising. Why would they? People watch their show regardless of what happens. Yeah, they fall into it. It's one of my favorite shows. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm moving seats. Forensic Files on True TV. This isn't working. I don't know what time it is, but it's on there. It wasn't on True TV. I was watching it on Channel 3-2, which is Mm, TVW. There you go. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. I I don't know know how you knew that. Because I have antenna at my house, not cable. Yeah, me too. Ladies. And I have HBO Go. For those of any for anyone listening, so you you're getting both crowds—the crowds, the crowds that want low HBO. brow, high brow, yeah, not middle brow, not the cable, not your your ESPN Ladies, types. We have antennas, and they are large. You can you can stop. You can hit the <laughs> record button again. You can and stop, stop this. When whenever <laughs> I want to. <laughs> Yeah, this is, I think we found a comfortable position. I'm lying on the couch. Yeah, this is better. Ryan's in a chair. This makes a lot more sense. Ryan's introducing me to the podcast medium. like a host in a chair. I am on a couch laying down. Almost, uh, you're kind of like my psychiatrist at this point. Yeah, kind of. That would be cool um, if I ever did a late night talk show. Mm -hmm. Have the guests lie down like you're analyzing them Mm -hmm. in your chair. No one, I don't think anyone does that. Just staring them down the barrel. Because apparently on TV, people don't want to see people laying on couches. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think Hollywood types find that comfortable. So what's the big deal? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you, okay. That's how I would start every interview. <laughs> That's not a question a host or a psychiatrist asks. Well, so what's the big deal? What's going on with you? Well, I am neither of those things. <laughs> no, but... That's what I would ask. Who asks who says that I don't <laughs> think I've heard that as a question I've heard what's those what's words separately deal? but so <laughs> <laughs> not even them to them reacting anything it's more of a existential did you, say how, did you say what's the big deal yeah what's the big deal <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I start every interview on my late night talk show Uh, I think that's how you, you cl- that's your catchphrase so what's and that's, that's where the crowd just applause just a with shirt with me with my eye, my shoulder shrugged mm-hmm. so what's the big deal we're talking about ISIS and the dro- and drone strikes and things like that. And then, whatever conclusion we come to, it sort of comes back to you. Or if we're scrambling for a cl- conclusion, it's like, ah, what's the big deal? Crowd applause. Yeah. Commercial break. And you, sh- then you can produce this show if you want. No, I don't, I don't think I. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you're already passing. No, I I already feel like I've taken too much responsibility in being a guest. Yeah. Okay. Editing you- it. That's a huge deal. I mean, whittling this down to digestible uh, entertainment. Well, I wouldn't want you to edit this. Okay. Your terrible history of editing things. I don't don't (laughs) know what you're fishing for there, Ryan. (laughs) There isn't any. Okay. You clearly don't have a history of editing. Which is probably the problem. Anyway. What did you do today, Rob? What did I do today? Woke up at 8.05. Had to work at 8.30. Scrambled. Scrambled? It's 25 minutes. I probably said the word scrambled like four times in the podcast. Did you? I I haven't been. talked about scrambling for topics, scrambling for. I'll let it in a ding every time you say scrambled. (laughs) Damn it. Do you have scrambled on the mind? You want some eggs? Anyway, I would. Scramble some eggs. We could scramble the satellite dishes. Uh, We could play Scramble. (laughs) It's it's a board game, isn't it? Well, Scrabble is a board game. Oh, it is? Not Scramble. Scramble, I think, is a board game. That's a word you could play in the game Scrabble, but that's not a game. Anyway, how do we get here? Um I was talking about waking up mm-hmm. and I woke up I was supposed to wake up at I set an alarm for six thirty and then I also set one for seven. Both of those had three snooze alarms on them, but again, like I told you, I woke up at eight o five so you hit six snoozes in the I course of your morning. you have the option to cancel the alarm or oh, go yeah, to snooze, yeah. and I canceled both I do that of them. sometimes by accident yeah no i I think my body took over and is like nope. I wanted to run early in the day. I wanted to see if that's Before a possibility. Work. I'm not. Oh man, I'm not a morning person at all. It's I couldn't the, do it's that. It's that point where you figure out that there's not all humans are alike. There's morning people and there's night people, and I'm a night person. I can't do anything valuable between the hours of six and ten o'clock. I'm usually not even awake. Right? I don't think people should be. I think I'm the modern man, and I I can live my life from. 10 in the morning to midnight. That's an interesting argument because I I think most people argue that we should go back to living like sun up to sundown. The, the the you know pa- like before the paleo we had diets. Yeah yeah. Th- You've heard about that sort of thing. Like. To be fair, it's not like I've figured it out and I'm like oh this works for me. Everyone should do this. I just feel like that's what my body's trying to get to. It's like wake up at 10, go to bed around midnight. I'm cool with that. And that's 10 hours of sleep. That's too much sleep. That is a lot of sleep. Hmm. I've been doing the going to bed at 3 a.m., waking up at, like, noon. That doesn't sound too intentional, though. No, not really. It's more of a habit of byproduct of work. Mm-hmm. But I get that. Okay, so did that? we're not even to the point where you woke up yet. <laughs> no, I'm talking about how I wake up. This is okay. what that happens in my body. Wo- I'm I'm a lot of – I'm high maintenance in my mind. I don't put it on anyone else, though. Thank God, because we've been getting constant questions about right? how you wake up in the morning. It. it Everyone who's been writing into the show is like, "Is Robbie high maintenance?" And I'm like, "No, no, he's really down to earth. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's good person to person. He understands where you're coming from." Um, anyway, woke up, went to work. Uh, I work at a call center, and did some surveys with people, and then I managed people doing surveys. And then it was five o'clock, and then I ran. I ran three miles, specifically. Whoa. Hmm. No, I don't want any. Uh, to show off. I don't want any. S- no, cause could you put three point zero on the back of your car? Like you know, how people have those bumper stickers that say like twenty six point two for like marathon. Oh, fuck those people! I <laughs> you should just get them for like the amount. Is you that ref- what the- I forgot. That's, that's what, what those are for. They're like marathon uh, lengths and How do you have that kilometers. on a car though? Because you want to just show people how cool you are. But like driving is the opposite of running. Exactly. You should just wear the bumper sticker on your shirt. Yeah, when or you're the running, the thing that you did the marathon on. Yeah, Ugh. no, people I put it on their cars. If uh, I just, I'm envious slash legitimately mad at people who do marathons, Ironmans, I'm tough not mudders. envious at all. I'm envious of their tenacity and their willingness to challenge themselves, and then they seem genuinely happy about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I have. Why would you want to challenge yourself more than l- life throws at you? That's why? true. Like I don't need to prove that I can. <laughs> I got too tough, much going tough on. Tough mud through something and and climb under barbed wires and fences and whatever they do to their bodies. I'm fine. I just want to be in decent shape. I I I don't want my body to be a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. So that's why I work out. Do you think I'm not trying to get sexy or take a selfie or? Do any of those disgusting things? Do you think you're mad at their general happiness because of what made them generally happy, or are you just mad at everyone who's generally happy? Because I I <sighs> I fall into column B in I that just, aspect. It's just like I'm envious of those people because like they just look they look better. They're like more shape. I'm just like, oh man, I'm the, I'm the person with I'm I'm gonna be cut off. Like they're gonna be, be the ones breeding. Yep, I'm gonna die. If we lived in a, in not in a society, we wouldn't survive. Those people are the people that would survive, right? I think, but I think there's people. You know, I think I can find a counterpart for whatever this is. You know, for whatever I am, that's me pointing to myself. What do you mean a counterpart? Like a woman? Like, if I think I'm an eight, I think there's another kind of eight like me out there that would coalesce well with me. Do you think you're an eight? Eight ish. <laughs> like, like, if it was more than an eight. Because I think, I, I think everyone would say that there's like a seven or an eight.
1: Yeah, I I'm feel like. I'm an eight.
0: Okay. All right. I'll say it. All right. I feel like I'm an eight. Throw it out there. I'm not going to put my foot down. We will put pictures up of you <laughs> along with this eight. <laughs> people with, people with to vote. A watermarked eight for that picture. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. How would you rate yourself? I don't know. Think I, about it, Ryan. i never really thought about he's it. A, where does your confidence lie in yourself? If you had a rate zero? Oh, okay. I wouldn't date me. Okay. He's <laughs> smiling as he's saying this. This is not sad. He's not whimpering about it. It's a joke, but it's also... It's a joke. It's not, it's, there's also some truth to it, so... Well, that's, say, that's why I find it funny. You're you obviously more valuable than a zero. You would think that of yourself, obviously. What would a zero be? Like... Oh, man. So... I I've someone that like, like a one is like a person that that lives and isn't trying to hurt anybody. I think a zero is like someone that. No, I think it's for like just looks is what this is talking. about. Oh, this about. is what this is talking about. Because if you're ranking yourself by personality as well, I don't think anyone ranks them on that one to ten scale on personality. Like you may rank yourself with personality taken into account, but nobody else is going to rank you that way. Okay. You know what I'm saying, right? I'm just talking about whatever's a worthy mate. Okay. That one, someone you uh, reproduce so with. So you see and it as kids with. So you see it as is breathing into the microphone a problem? I feel like it could be. Yeah, I kind of move it away when okay. I when I am not talking. I kinda yeah. Just go, like, Damn it! I probably ruined the gold <laughs> we've put down. People are like, I really like what he's saying, but that mouth breathing is just not doing it for me. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta close is there, out. Is there a draft? I gotta press stop. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah, I'll say I'm an eight. That's a comfortable number, seven to eight. Eight, is you can is, be comfortable It's a number. You don't have to ask yourself any more questions about why you're grading yourself that way. You're like, oh, he's just comfortable with himself. Yeah. If someone goes higher, they're like, oh, what eight five? Him? Really? When what? you put decimals in it, then people are, would question. It's I like feel like, like, like it's like yeah. you thought about this a lot. Hmm. I don't know what a zero would be. I'm guessing like, not a person. Someone that just tries to make life worse for everyone they're not having sex with, which is everyone. I could see z- zeros as, like, dogs because they don't rank on your scale of attractiveness. Nope. They don't. Also mm-hmm. not rated. Dogs, cats, goats, all their non-human species. Yes, I see them as zeros. Mm-hmm. One, I, th- I feel like if you're a human, you have to at least be a one on the attractiveness scale. Yep. Although, are there animals you would have sex with before some humans? I've never think about that. Uh, you can edit this part out, right? I can, but <laughs> no. I'm not going to. <laughs> uh, no, no. I don't know why I, I went higher pitched there, as if I'm lying to you about. Yeah, that, that was a definite lie. No uh, tone. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Me never. <laughs> no. No, of course not. I don't find I don't find animals se- attractive. That's uh, obviously not. But. To be fair, there's people there's people that I find disgusting. Mhm. There's animals that I don't find disgusting. Well, yeah, but you're that the system, the one the ten system mm-hmm. is a I don't know how people view it, but I view it as strictly a hotness meter like how attractive you are and nothing else kind of thing. Okay. So that's we're we're quantifying. Yeah. Okay. Mhm. So I feel like on that scale, human should at least be at a one. Okay. Yeah. Because you can be the worst, but a zero would be like, yeah, not. you're not a human anymore. Right. Okay. But that's just my interpretation of it. So then I went for a run, and so for a run. I was like, I'm an eight. That's my motivation. <laughs> that's what you going through your head. Gotta stay in an eight. As you're, as you're jogging along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I listen to it like a lot of. Hi- I listen to, I listen to music when I run. I don't know. I would care about that for those a- of anyone. Music, listening. sad music, upbeat music, a lot of high energy stuff. Have you ever tried doing like like folk ballads and stuff? No. While you run, not not a lot of like, put some deep breathing exercise tracks on. A lot of ohms. Yeah, nothing like that. Okay, no. so high energy, like like stuff that would just I wouldn't listen to anywhere else. Like like Skrillex. As one Skrillex song, I have. Yeah. I'm like that's gonna get me amped. Yeah. No, I I get that. And I'm I'm not proud of it. Eh, it's, it's, there's no reason that, you shouldn't that movie be. is like literally engineered to make you like move and get go quickly, get a higher pulse. Yeah. So it's winning. Do you like running more or telling people that you're exercising? Do you like exercise or telling people about you exercising more? Because um, I personally. Like exercising because I can tell people that I'm exercising. Okay, it makes you seem like you're doing something, like to better yourself. Right, it's something you could say you did with your day. Like, yeah, as, exactly. As a, as a low bar, like you could have done shit the rest of the day, but it's like, oh, mm. what you do yesterday? Oh, well, you know, I went for a run, and everyone, no one's gonna be like that fucking loser. It's like, yeah, on the bar of like self worth things to tell someone else to validate you having a uh, a valuable day. It's like one step above doing the laundry like oh, I went for a run. Yeah, that's where it is. You know, I I donated platelets. That's pretty good. That's that's a good one to use for most people. people would be day. impressed by that. mm mm-hmm. because they. That's, I that's what I do, ladies. Mostly, I just you you've told me that before, and I'm just like, why? <laughs> for, for, for whom? What do, you for whom? Of, what, do you, what do you get out of? <laughs> what do you get out of this? Do you get out of this? pay you what's, for this? <laughs> what's your edge? <laughs> yeah. Was there a cute girl at the blood bank? Like, what's going on? There's not. There's a, uh, there's not. Not that I'm looking for any there, but there's not. I'm fine with that. You don't go to the blood bank looking for women? No. They usually don't mention that. They usually mention, like, oh, maybe you'll meet someone at a library or a grocery store. <laughs> or, or donating blood. A class. They don't mention blood banks. That's true. I don't get that because I don't know how I would ever meet someone at the store. Right? Like, how would I ever strike up a conversation with someone I at the store? Why would I talk to anyone else? The conversation is, oh, do you know where to find this? Yeah, I don't. Uh, Style so d- five. So do you Bye. like? So do you like pizza? <laughs> like when you're in front of the frozen pizza? Join all right. None of that Jack's bullshit. If anyone you know came up and about? said that to me, I'd be like, "Fuck you, talking to me for? Are you who do you work for? Go away." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I. Ugh. No. I feel like the people who say that are attractive so they pl- get to play by a different set of rules. And it's like p- the mm-hmm. it's like the party down episode where he's where Kyle's trying to teach Roman how to flirt with women and he's like you're <laughs> you're not doing anything. You're yeah. just attractive. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think Maybe those attractive people are like trying to challenge themselves, or they get so bored that someone's not paying attention to them. They're like, I gotta find someone to hit on. Okay, well I go to the gr- I'm going to the grocery store. So, her, and then you could probably scout there because people walk really slow in grocery stores. Enough s- sort of like a like a stock and walk. You know, you just yeah. push the cart slowly. You can take a look around as if you're looking for something, but you're just looking for people trolling for Tang pussy. <laughs> That's what I go to the grocery store for. Oh man, what are our Our sponsors are gonna pull out for this (laughs) vulgarity. (laughs) Forensic files is pulling out already. He can't use that word. I like to throw some vulgarity into this show. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so uh, what were we talking about? I went for in my day. It's about me right now. You went for okay. You went for a run. Mm Mm-hmm. Went for a run. Worked out. Showered. Had like a protein shake. Feel decent, feel okay. good. You feel well, good. Most of the time, I'm like uh, crank. Like at work, I'm like waiting for the next comfortable thing. Like, okay, I'm hungry or I'm cranky or I gotta stretch. Again, between the hours of like s- of like eight and twelve, I still feel like rickety and like an old person. So you don't feel like ready? You fully get going until no. about noon. It's the whole like we all drink coffee. Like we all don't yeah. feel right in the morning. Yeah. Right. See. Coffee does, yeah, like, like no one's... Oh, sorry, go on. No, I was just saying, like, I think we were talking about this before. I, like, I don't drink coffee to get the caffeine rush anymore. I just drink it to get back to the normal level. Like, people who do heroin talk about mm-hmm. scoring heroin in the morning. Just, you, you're just doing it just so you can feel like a normal person, not so you can feel like, all right, ready to take on the day. Yeah. Like, because in the morning they're de-heroined. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, that's how. That's what life is. So after I drink coffee in the morning, I feel just like my normal self, but I don't feel energized. Right, you're just ret- returning. to yeah. normal. but there was a just point back where you weren't acclimated to it. The first days. That's of, true, yeah. The first days of coffee, they were a bliss. I find if I don't drink coffee for a while, yeah, like, I come back to it and it's like that. But I've just been do, doing it for so long. The first days of coffee were pretty good. You like feel like, oh man, this is c- could just keep going. This could last forever. I f- we found it. That's total like addiction language. <laughs> this is the l- I f- this is this the only drug I needed. This could last forever. Yeah, but that's not how it works. Yeah, That's the push pull. So there's no wonder d- there's no wonder drug or food that's g- that doesn't have like a negative. Like you crash on coffee, you get fat on delicious food. Everything there's ev- there's just it's just paradoxical. It's just everything's nothing's. Once, stu- like sriracha's great, and there's no downside to that besides maybe heartburn. Yeah, but besides that, and the fact that it doesn't need to be on everything, people put it on everything. It's it does, it mean, doesn't have a place everywhere. You hate it because it's trending everywhere, and there's like a sriracha thing at Lobster, you're right. Red Lobster, and like everywhere. Yes, you're right. That's part of the reason. It's it's gone to like everyone's talking about it like like it's like pretzel buns and things. Yeah, like but that. even before everyone wasn't talking about it, I still didn't put it on everything I eat. Everything I put in my mouth does not have to have sh- sriracha on it. That's you. That's me. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Um. Uh, right. I put it on a lot of things. I hate it more now because now everyone says that. But yeah. Oh. And I do own it. Like, I have a bottle of it in my fridge. I right. eat it on some things. I like it on eggs in the morning. Um, ramen noodles. Mm-hmm. I like it in ramen noodles. I like it in marinara pasta sauce. I really like it. I like it in mac and cheese. Yeah. Okay. He's shaking his head. Sometimes pizza, but it has to be like shitty pizza, like Little mm-hmm. Caesars or something like mm-hmm. that. I'll throw it on there. Just that up. Not like good pizza. I would not put it on good pizza. I had that cardboard stuff. Yeah. Yeah. A little ranch. Mm. Yeah, you put ranch and sriracha on like some Mm. real shitty pizza. That's good. Oh yeah. Mm. Give me a little something (laughs) for daddy. (laughs) A little something for daddy. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So anyway, did that? Yeah. Drink a protein shake. That was your day. Now I'm here. Mm -hmm. Doing this. Doing a whole bunch of this. Right. What's What's ahead? What's in the future? Got any big weekend plans, Ryan? No, I work all weekend. You do, yeah. Mm. Those are my plans, right? Like, like at the bet, like at the times where you can't do anything else, like, like a. Um, I like think I work Friday morning, so like I would have Friday night available, but I work Saturday from five mm. until close. And That's I Unfortunate. I really like. I get mad if I work at five if I have to like leave my house beforehand. Like, I understand there's a lot of day before five pm, mm-hmm. but if I have to like get up and do things, it, like, bugs me. Right. I don't know. It's just... I don't mind doing stuff after, but everything's closed after, except for, right. like, 24-hour places. See, I hate waiting for work. I hate work where I'm like, ah, works at 5, can't do much, can't do anything. That's what anything. I think. I start do, doing things in my head, like, oh, works three hours from now, can't go to the bank. Can't read that <laughs> There's book. There's no time for right that. Right there. Yeah. I got... I would do this in the winter, too, like... Oh, I can't go out and shovel. I got to work in four hours. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a testament to how like shitty of a planner I am. I'm like, I could have just gone to the store in that two hours I had before I had to work. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I stressed for a half hour, and then I was like, Nah, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna see. That's like so two that's hours is like reasonable, though. I I do it when it's unreasonable, mm-hmm. where it's like there's no way going to the store would take me four hours, but I just in my head say I don't have enough time for it. Right. Cause it's a lot easier just to sit home and watch TV, like, mm-hmm. not leave your house. Oh man, yeah. Like, at what point does it stop? At what point do you're like, I watched all the, t- I watched all the TV. I'm getting there. You got, you get tapped out. I'm, I'm getting to the point where I feel like I've seen a lot of TV. You definitely have. I've asked you about all these shows, uh, a lot of HBO stuff, a lot of Hulu stuff, you got it covered. Everything you want to watch is watched. Yes. No one can co- I don't have anything on my list that I'm no waiting to watch. No one at work watch. can be like oh you should watch that show because yeah. you've already watched it. Because I, basically like a few years ago it was kind of, I had a, like a list of things I wanted to see that mm-hmm. I had never watched and now several years later I've gotten through all of those. That's right. Yeah. So, it's, a, oh man, that's like an empty feeling. I gotta Yeah, mention. a little like, bit. you, you, uh drank it in for what it was I'm sure you enjoyed it as much as the next person but then you're like well what's the what do I watch now what's I'm home what, what do I watch yeah exactly what do I do you, myself? D- you just go back to watching forensic files <laughs> that's do. what you do because that it, yeah that's tops that's but there's I mean there's still good shows coming on like Mindy Project started again mm-hmm. um, True Detective is going to be back New Girl I don't watch. <laughs> want to say Girl. it again New Girl <laughs> I know you're a New Girl fan yeah it's fun and we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you listening at home, that's Ryan's like ah, it's okay. I'm like ah, I like New Girl. And that's basically all the conversations we've ever had about it. We've argued about this many times, but that's the conclusion we have. My argument is New Girl is a show I would watch with a girl that liked it, and I would enjoy watching it. But I would never sit by myself and watch an episode of New Girl. I. Have. That's how. That's what. I, that's that's how I feel about it. There are certain shows like that that I would watch if I was hanging out with a girl and she wanted to watch them. Pretty much any show, but True Blood. There, there are some that I would enjoy. Yeah, like True Blood is one. Yeah, that's a good question um, to ask yourself. What's the line? Would you watch Big Bang Theory with your with someone you're interested in? Or would I w- you watch? <laughs> it depends how desperate I am. Right. Like, I would probably watch it and not comment or anything about it. Right. Oh, I'd be holding it in. <laughs> well, or I would just burst out in laughter when there shouldn't be. Because right. of the absurdity of it. hmm. Oh, man. I couldn't stop judging. I couldn't be like, I'd be like looking at her the whole time like, what do you doing? What, do, what you do, you do you see in this? What are you doing? What happened? There's so many better things. <laughs> There's so many better things we could be watching. What was that? Oh, nothing. Just keep watching. I'm not here silently resenting you. hmm. Yeah. There's certain, yeah. I, I'll judge. Oh, yeah. If they're watching Kardashians, like even in the background, even unintentionally, if they just leave it there and like I ah, I don't care. Just put it in the background. I I would get a little little mad about that. Really? I've done that shit. Really? Not that show specifically, but like other bad reality <sighs> shows. That one's like the worst. I, no, mean, I mean it's I close to the worst. I'm not gonna, gonna to lie, I've seen that show. Like oh, I have I've watched two. episodes of it, but Me too. That was back, like when it first started, and I was like, "What is this? Oh, it's that girl that had sex with Ray J." Mm-hmm. Back before that, Keeping people forget that's what people knew her as <laughs> "Keeping Up with a Girl That Had Sex with Ray J."
1: <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ray J,
0: that guy. Yeah, he got had no, no spin. luck. No, she got super famous for the love of Ray J, <laughs> and he did not get <laughs> more famous. That was the. That show. was a great show. Well, that was the show he had for the love of Rage. I know, I've seen oh, it. Okay, yes, it's a good show. Was it? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, he would. They would refer to sex on that show as smash. Mm. So they'd be like, so like one of them had sex with like her like ex or something like while on the show. Mm-hmm. There was just there was a big controversy. I can't remember what. I think there's on. enough domestic disputes between hip-hop people, you Smash probably shouldn't be the optimal word. No. Um, but also, if we, as friends, for the amount of times we said Smash as a verb <laughs> in reference to Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, that's a lot. I couldn't do that. I'm not going to replace that word. I know sex is good, but Smash, is probably, Smash Brothers is probably better. It so is I'm, better. I, I'm going to save it for Smash Brothers. <laughs> Mainly because I've spent way more hours playing Smash Brothers. Right? Mm-hmm. Than having sex, I've, yeah, like total time, it's not even a fair ratio. I've gotten more frustrated at Smash Brothers than I have at sex. <laughs> I've debatedly had well, it's more. A, it's fun. a, a pretty easy game. <laughs> I've had more fun with Smash Brothers than I have at sex. Uh, I've been equally disappointed by both. By both, yeah, here and there, especially the new one coming out. Yeah. What if <laughs> you said, ladies? What if they are actually listening to this stuff? What if they're getting... A, I mean, I'm I'm not being untruthful. Yeah, this is how I am. It's not. This isn't a character. <laughs> this is, this you're, you're, this getting, you're getting this. This would be a terribly thought out character. Well, I mean, this isn't like yeah, right. It's not fleshed out. Also, fairly specific too. Like yeah. this character. Okay, so I got this guy. <laughs> so, so I have an idea for this guy. He he's gonna come on. He's gonna tell a story about his day about how he woke up late. <laughs> <laughs> you're like uh, and then he went to work <laughs> that's the hook that's the hook he got up late it'll launch us into a conversation about running right yeah I'm sorry that this is I mean it's boring things They. it's supposed to be I, that that I told you I wanted to do this without any like w- yes. work beforehand we we make some asides about it we're like why are we talking about this yeah And that's maybe why it's humorous to us as we're having the conversation it doesn't have to be humorous to anyone else. No one else yeah, has no, to We like have to be this. enjoying ourselves. As yeah, th- that's you my know, point. We're not just hashing out our day for the... I want to like... I th- love it. I want to enjoy this, because otherwise... Why am I doing it? Because no one's listening to it anyways. I might as well enjoy myself. Like, <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> there's really no point. <laughs> yeah, that's that's truthful. Yeah. I, yeah, the thing in my head... Uh, we were going back to like, oh, if someone were listening to this, if it was like, me... Or, you f- or or Dylan or if you're like th- the person listening to it I feel would be like obligated to be like oh man I heard your podcast thing it was, was good yeah and they would just be like ho hum about it not really like give it a compliment but kind of give it a compliment <laughs> that you did it it's like oh that was a cool f- idea you had to do, to try that I don't want people I don't want the, that convers- those kind of conversations with right. people because it just feels like I like be, patron. I don't know if it's patronizing yeah. but it's like yeah I think it is. Maybe. Cuz they're trying to talk to you about something relevant and giving you a faux compliment. Luckily, I haven't run into anyone who's heard the show yet. So <laughs> People on the street don't stop you? <laughs> they this? don't stop me for the show. Hey. You're podcast, right? I know I've only listened to you, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you're that guy. You're that guy visibly. Yeah, in front of me. Probably because you were stopping them saying, hey, look at this fucking (laughs) guy. Look at this fucking guy. Wait a minute. I heard about this before. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do me. Do me. uh, Do the look at this fucking guy to me. (laughs) That's how they all start, even when there's women walking by. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this fucking guy. You got to push him away. He thinks he's a girl. Because you're just getting to work. You got things to do. You can't just do that all day. What, stand on a corner and, and H- people say, look at this fucking guy? <laughs> no, you can't do that. That's not a profession. I heckle, but I do it under the guise of stand-up because I have a microphone. And I yeah. put, like, a spotlight on me. Mm. All right. Well, you want to take a break here? Come sure. back. Sure. That's what they do on shows like this. <laughs> this is a show. <laughs> <laughs> I call it a show. It sounds more... Man, this is like... You know, because you know, it sounds... Better when you're like, Oh, I'm gonna go go record a show. This is the bastard child of uh whatever public TV shows they give to people at like three in the morning where they're just fucking around with the equipment. This is this is the future. This is what entertainment is going to become. Yeah. I guess so, in some respects. Yeah. I uh, who I don't really believe it's gonna take dishes? over. Who's washing the dishes or doing living their life and then listening to this? you me. Know. Later. Yeah. Yeah. At a later date I don't even like I don't want to listen to this because I'd be too hard on myself self-conscious and yeah. then critical of yourself You're like, oh, You sound like a fucking idiot. He said um You said scramble four times what are you doing I do say um a lot I've been trying to cut that out but I don't mm-hmm. think I've done very well at it I'm not sure what my things are I know I say um from time to time I think i take enough pauses where I should like there <laughs> because I have nothing else to say beyond <laughs> this point I, might, t- I take take, take pauses when I could. I use proper words. I form sentences, sentences. in structure. Enunciate. I enunciate. I speak in English so everyone can understand me. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. We'll take a break. We'll take a break. Come back. All right, we're and alive we're, now. And we're back. <laughs> For those of you who stuck with us <laughs> through that break, I had a milkshake that's what i did on the break that's what we do for the breaks of all our shows you drink milkshakes Call milk break no we didn't we do it's, you're like and then you're laughing about that joke outside you're like oh my god robbie that's a great pun that was great <laughs> um and then like oh we should tell people on the podcast about them and, and i was like no that sounds stupid and i like no you should really use that pun and that's why we're here now yeah um but we say we take a break. I haven't edited anything into the breaks yet. I'm gonna have to start doing that. Um, mm-hmm. Are you putting this on the Williamson Street thing? It's on Twitter. It's on iTunes. Um, it's on. We don't have a website yet, so I've just been doing Tumblr. But so our Tumblr has all the episodes. See, I knowing that, knowing that that's part of the the brand or the identity you're yeah. building with Williamson Street. It's just like, wow, is this better or worse than the things you've done before with Dylan? Is Dylan gonna be like, oh. This asshole's on my iPod network. I okay nothing with him. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. We do technically have a company, but I just since I own all the equipment and know how to edit it and upload it, I sort of can do whatever the fuck I want to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, you're probably you're leaving that in the podcast. That's funny. Um. Anywho, yeah, I like had this. a milkshake. That was good, quenched my thirst. And since we caught up with our days, we have nothing else to talk about now. We nope. can talk about what this room looks like. I do you, um for those interested. Do, do you need to plug anything? No. We we don't usually well well we plug things and see we never introduce ourselves at the start of the show. We introduce ourselves because it's the name of a DJ Shadow album called Introducing. End. Introducing, uh. which doesn't, which makes no one gets unless you understand that reference. That, that reference, yeah. This is a very sm- odd demo that you're very targeting. specific demo that know detailed things about The Simpsons and the fact that DJ Shadow had a really good album called Introducing. And I give a shit about how I woke up today. Yes, and how I feel about my runs. We are going for the smallest market possible. Mm-hmm. That's good, but we're gonna do other types of shows. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna plug any of them now, but mm-hmm. I think I see it as more of just a forum for whatever I want to record, kind of thing. Free discussion. It's yeah. fun. It's fun. It makes you feel like you're doing something. Like we'll have episodes that and are more. And we're, not. and we're not doing anything, but you feel like you're doing something, right? There's there's uh, very little repercussions or consequences. No consequences. For better, or for worse. Maybe this could. I think that's the that's the thing we ha- For better or for like worse. If some if some, some crazy person latches onto this and is like, Oh my god, these guys have something to talk about. Let's let's do something. I don't know who these people are that uh, they're like sit through podcast websites and listen to people talk about their days. I think the only yeah. But it's not like it's not like this, this is gonna go down as like, oh, remember when Robbie thought he was funny enough to talk for forty minutes? Exactly. Is that what you thought was going to happen? That's where my, that's like my people my listen to this and think, Oh, He doesn't have anything to say for 40 minutes. Right. That's the self-talk that I put against myself on a daily basis. Okay. So we're just – we're doing this to combat that. That's what – yeah. We're like, I have a Facebook status. I'm like, oh, man. For some validation, just fishing. Do people get me? Do people get me? And a like. So so after you post a Facebook status – because your Facebook stat- statuses are different than most people's, I would say. You're, you're yeah. Mo- they're more like jokes and <laughs> observations, <laughs> like <laughs> jokes. That's a new term. Like <laughs> dash jokes. They're uh, not funny, but they're they, joke-like. They come out with the idea that they're supposed to be funny. They have a they have a tinge of uh, humor behind them. Mm-hmm. They're intentionally trying to be funny, much like jokes, intentionally. Trying to be funny. Without the payoff of actual humor. Of actual humor. So, after you post a status, you just kind of, st- do you sit around and wait for that first like? I let it sit. I let see it, where it marinate. It com- I'm like, it's been 10 minutes. It's fine. People have things to do with their lives. So, you let it marinate for 10 minutes mm-hmm. and Half then an check hour. It? Half an hour later, I'm like, oh, someone commented. That's that's like a half like. Someone cared enough to reply. Really? I see comments as better than likes. Really? Comments, you have to type something. Likes is just... You, press a button on your phone when you're scrolling. That's so true. Yeah. The, the, the laziness factor. Because cause likes, it's not like you, if Facebook had a thing where you could only give like five likes a day, that'd be something. That'd be cool. Yeah. But that's not how it is. It's just a bunch of free love you could produce on Facebook if you just click like for everything because it's easy. It's like people, it's like you do it just to stay in touch, just to let your friends know that you read what they're doing. Yeah. Like, oh, I got a... I went to this restaurant. Click. It's more like they shouldn't be like as much as it is. I see that you, you, that you posted this. Matt acknowledged your. I life. acknowledge you posted this. Robbie acknowledged your existence today. <laughs> that's what. It sh- that's what the like button should be changed to. Yeah, that's what. I think that's what people do when they. You see, like a hot girl post a really stupid or just vain status, mm-hmm. it will be like ten plus likes, like an ang, like an amount of likes that I'd be angry at it. Yeah, because it's it's disingenuous. There's just a bunch of people that want her to see their name just to know that hey i'm watching yes i appreciate how you're living yes in quotes but no they it's the it's the fact that she'll have to read your name Mm -hmm. at some point on a on a notification right kind of thing exactly that's all it is that's what it is keeps them in the loop that's why i will no matter what status I mean, I haven't, like, posted anything on Facebook in, like, well over, a co- like, a year now. Really? Yeah. I, d- I don't really, u- I don't go on it much anymore. You have it for Twitter. Um. Yeah, I, I use Twitter a lot, and I use Facebook basically for the Messenger app, so I can group message with people when we make plans and stuff like that. It's pretty much all I use it for now. But I don't think I could ever, no matter what I posted, could get as many likes as, like, a hot girl no. who posted about puppies. Some yeah, how she got a new puppy. Oh God, I just like that's like catnip. Yeah. If I see w- just one more young white pretty couple announcing their engagement on Facebook, <laughs> I'm just gonna lose it. <laughs> that oh man, that would get a lot of likes too. I just you see it all the time. You're like I guess I have to like this. And I like this one person. I don't know who they're marrying, but it's it's a good thing for them objectively. Pretty much that they're getting married are trying to find whatever it meant, holy macaroni that thing. Pull your mic down so what I was trying to motion. Oh, okay. <laughs> you kind of waved it around <laughs> your the mouth. Mic, the mic isn't down here. It's up okay. top, up here. That's where it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you were gesturing it like it was a like a penis. I couldn't tell. Well, I was also doing that, but mm-hmm. it had it had a separate meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. Anywho. hear you. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just little things that piss me off that I shouldn't be. It's a happy thing. Everyone's happy that's involved with that. Are you kidding me? You shouldn't be pissed off. Uh, it pisses me off. Not ri it doesn't it's, piss it's, me it's off. It's envious. Yeah, it's it's just it's it's envy is all it is. Like, oh, they don't have the problems I have. Or they transcended the problems that I have. And, like they made it. On they their got out side somehow. Yeah. At a younger age or like whatever the case is. I understand that, but like at the same time, I think like you know they obviously are still having some problems. They're not yeah. just at the basic level of that I'm having them. What makes you think it's that? like they've s- progressed to the point where it doesn't hurt them to get out of bed in the morning? <laughs> like, <laughs> they've somehow gotten over that hump. Yeah, like they're it's and they didn't tell me their secret. Yeah, they didn't they tell just me ca- how they. they just Are stepping on top of me. They didn't tell me how they managed to find a way to live in this terrible world. That'd be a weird comment to leave. (laughs) (laughs) I see you got past the the terrible problems (laughs) I've had with getting out of bed. Yeah, if you just... The first comment's like, but nothing's permanent. Why would you do this? What makes you get out of the bed in the morning? (laughs) Tell me your secrets. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I can't do it. That's worth defriending someone for. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. so. You get too heady, metaphysical, with a status that's just you know innocuous, not asking for existential crises to come in the way of them. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know. I'm not going to do any of that Facebook no. kind of things anymore. Like, if I ever got engaged, I don't know. If, if she posted on Facebook, that's fine, but I don't think I would. Right. I I have don't even like in like my wildest dreams of somehow like making it to Hollywood like writing in for a show or something. Sure. I don't think I my <laughs> I would like want to already do it and then have people who I know on Facebook right. like who heard it from somewhere else cuz it feels like you're promoting yourself. Yeah, it kind of, it's like self-promotion. I don't, I don't that, like doing that. It has that vanity to it. It's not like you're like it's not the save the date kind of thing. You're like, okay, p- this is something you need to plan for because I want you to be at this day because we share, I want you to share this moment with me. That's a like, oh man, everyone, I want everyone to know I'm getting it's married. B- yeah, it's bragging. It's like bragging yeah. and self-promotion, mm-hmm. which I don't do a lot of and I partly think it's just because I don't value myself highly enough to promote myself. Same. I think it's a safe thing to do to to be self deprecating. Honestly, because if you can knock it's, yourself, it's down, a mechanism. Yeah. And then you then you do it before other people can do it. Well, you do it before someone compliments you and builds you back up, because you do it. You you test the waters. You you're like, oh well, I'm, I I'm chubby, and then you're like, you're not chubby. Yeah. Because you just do it for the feedback. You want someone else to hear that voice. No, I don't. I don't do it for the feedback. I do it. I think because you wanna already knock yourself down before other people get a chance to. There's that. And then the fact that it, there's the added bonus I would say of doing that having that defense mechanism is once you're at that low level, anything above it seems like a compliment. So it right. it, it works two ways. Mm-hmm. You protect yourself from being knocked down and simultaneously get built up. Smaller than you probably were at to begin with, but right, and you can just insulate yourself that way. From yeah, from, from real criticism and looking inward. Absolutely, if you can be the first one to fire, and then people are like, "Oh man, he's shooting at himself." Yeah, I'm gonna stop that. I'm gonna tell him how he's not those things, even if that's not, if, even if that's barely true, even if someone could say in that situation, "Hey, eh, kid, lose was a few pounds. He's not skinny. He's technically overweight. Whatever the case may be." They'll, they'll, well, I don't know what they'll I, tell you. Is yeah. you're not that. But see, that's not what I want to hear, though. At, mm. maybe not you personally, but people personally. That do the same. That's not what people I want to hear. People that do what I do. I like people do. who are like honest about it. That is what I appreciate. Yeah, like people who are like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like th- those are the people I like. Yeah, I think if people can package the truth to you that way, that know you well enough to say those things, That's yeah. good. Then I just don't interact with a ton of people. Yeah, I think if you're vocal about your insecurities too, then and you see how other people feel about that, then that's a little freeing, I guess. To tell someone that I feel uh, that I'm—I keep going back to, ch- to chubby, like uh, trying to tell me something wrong. I can't fit in medium shirts. <laughs> this is this is my self-talk. This is what I go through. Um, you can't fit medium shirts. Doesn't sound like a problem. I'm to a me. tweener. I'm between medium and largest. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a real problem to me. Maybe <laughs> funny if I could. Have I, have I told? Real you problem is like, is this worth getting off the couch for? Because no. that would is expend energy. I mean, we're getting a little off the, that topic there. But wonder if no, funny? No, it's if a if weight I, thing still. What if? wonder if I? Be funny if I told a girl that I couldn't go out with her because I was between shirts right now. <laughs> I'm. I'm. S- Man, I'm Listen, so, I got a sweetie. lot going on. I care for you, but I'm... I'm sort of doing between shirts. Mediums are getting a little, little tight. Large is a little baggy. I don't know where I stand. I don't what want, do I do? I don't want to carry you through that. I don't want to drag you through that mud. It's not you, it's me. It's the wasteland of clothes. It's not you, it's my shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at a weird point in my life right now. <laughs> between shirts right now. Nothing seems to fit. <laughs> Right. oh. Anywho, rich white people announcing their engagements on Facebook. I'm just getting sick of it. Getting sick of it? Get, buckle up. We're ready Cause for it. Because we're Earth. at the age now where it's only going to ramp up. We're 24. And that's what's happening. Between like 24 and 30, yeah. that's the good times. I'm telling f- you, it's only going to ramp up. <laughs> the good times for our peers to get married. This is just the start of it. Yeah. you were You were just at the start of it. Maybe you'll get jaded enough about it eventually, but... no. Nah. Yeah, I will. But I think I'll still like going to weddings. I, th- I think I'll, I'll, the ideal like I don't think I, no one's gotten divorced yet, from what I know, right? From like our friend groups that have gotten friend married? Friend groups slash yeah. older... Like, people that we know that have gotten People married. that we went to high school with okay. that maybe got married. So uh, everything in our minds like, oh, well, that uh, worked out. I could get married in my 20s. You haven't seen the downside of it yet. Right, because okay. we just watch from afar with Facebook statuses and whatever. Yeah. So we don't like really know what the the boring monotony that probably eats them alive sometimes. I can't imagine the divorce statuses on Facebook, what those are going to be like. Because we'll have those to look forward to eventually. If you click like, what does that even mean? That's a good point. I don't know. That was another thing that thing about Facebook that bothers me. When you like post about like someone dying, yeah, death is a weird subject for Facebook. I think it would be an interesting like documentary, like looking at death through Facebook, mm-hmm. um, and just like how people interact with it. That one of the things that like I just don't understand are like. People who post about it who didn't really know the person. Yeah. But, like, like, what if someone who actually knew them didn't know? Like, oh, yeah, you made fun of that kid in high school. What are you talking about? It's like, so potentially you have someone who actually knew that person hearing about it on your fucking Facebook status. Like, mm-hmm. are you so su- – does it make you feel that much better – that you need to be that selfish about it. Yeah, you latch yourself on to the, the afterglow of, of the death. death. Yeah. The, the celebration of that someone You're else's You're basking life. in their glory. <laughs> <laughs> and their, and their death. Yeah, I mean, that's it's not far-fetched to say, I don't think. I think that's pretty accurate. Um that I won't understand you see that? i mean I, I, like wanted to like call people out on it on Facebook, but it's like again, what's the point like yeah, there's no and thankfully we haven't seen enough instances of it, but you see it often um just with a few people i've seen I've seen it quite a bit, I feel like I don't really? know, yeah, just with people we went to high school with and stuff like that and mm-hmm. in certain situations. I'm yeah. Obviously, no one's going to know what we're talking about. But no, but well, to be fair, I no, don't... No, but I have. I've, I've seen it, and it's just like, why? I don't know. Yeah, they sort of latch themselves on to the, the afterglow. That's how I, I'm putting it. Yeah, that's a that's a reasonable argument for it. I don't know. Well, uh, maybe they want to make amends for it. Maybe they, in a small way, they're like, maybe I should have given that person a little more time and credit. And then they, they build up... But that's not mem- what they say, though. They recreate this memory for themselves, like, and rationalize, like, "Oh well, I, that person was a good person. I'll post about it, and then, then they can take s- some solace in the fact that they commemorated them with a, a, a thoughtful Facebook status." I, I don't know. I mean, like, some people you could hear this and just say that I don't want to talk about death, but I think it's the opposite. Like, I think. You don't want to actually discuss it, so you can just post on this. You yeah, like just it covers the base. An asinine status of yeah, it's you didn't really know them, you right? Just some sort of platitude like that. Like it's he, w- yeah, he was some a great person. Statement. Yeah. Yeah. Like you didn't even really know him. you didn't didn't know yeah. him. Like how do you know he was a good? Maybe he's a dick. Yeah, no one. I mean, like I- even if someone was a dick, people post statuses about them in, in passing. And they'll make a humorous society at their eulogy about them being a dick, but no one really will like be like, "He ah, was kind, yeah, kind of a dick." <laughs> kind of a dick, like that would get a lot of comments if he <laughs> posted something like, like that on like Facebook. I'm better off without. <laughs> I don't know about you, people. Yeah, I'm doing well that now that he's dead. Mm-hmm. And for <laughs> we haven't named names, but w- you know who we're talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about Robin Williams, but I don't know who you're <laughs> talking about. <laughs> no, that's tragic. Oh, um, celebrity deaths is another one that I never really understood. Well, yeah, because I mean, a- as a fan, you feel like it's a personal thing. You, they're a part of your lives. What, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire was like a favorite movie of mine when I was a kid. It was very foundational. Maybe I'm just so yeah. detached. Because I think we talked about this when Robin Williams died. I don't really feel anything when celebrities died. Because it's just like, I didn't know him personally, so, like, it's, it's, it's sad. If I, like, knew his family, I would, yeah, I would be sad, but I don't, like, I don't know. Y- you don't have consistent interaction with him? No. It was just, I would feel, I'd feel worse if someone I know who I didn't like died than my favorite actor dying. Really? Yes, absolutely. Hmm, that's of Like, someone I interacted with. Okay. In my life. I would feel worse about them dying than a celebrity. Interesting, because I have no personal connection to a celebrity, other than the fact that I've seen them in movies. Which I don't know. Okay, but you have some. I mean, the fact that you're saying your favorite actor and you saying you have no personal connection to celebrities. Yeah, is kind of they're kind of opposed to each other. The, they're opposed. Yeah, I guess they are. But like, okay, so like, like h- give me an example. Then my favorite. I I guess my I'd say my favorite actor is probably Daniel Day Lewis. If he died. I wouldn't, like, if you told me he died, I wouldn't feel overly, like, emotional or anything right. about it. Like You would recognize the loss for what it is. Yeah. You're like, I have no part in this. I would move on pretty much immediately. Because I didn't know, I don't have any personal connection to it. Like, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if I'm just so jaded. Am I supposed to make a, like, yeah. personal connection? I don't know. There's people like that. I think Robin Williams was up there I th- that way. Honestly, it, it was just like, I don't know, like I would feel it's not even to have to be like person to person interaction. Like I've tweeted some celebrities who have responded to me. Really? If they would oh, die, yeah. I would feel somewhat more <laughs> worse about because it because you made that one to one. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what it is about that, but that's where it's right. like it it's maybe a very selfish point of view because it. At this point it starts affecting me personally. Yeah. I understand that it's selfish. And it's not even like even that, like let's say you got retweeted by uh I don't know. Hannibal Burris or something okay. like that. Or like he responded like positively and mentioned your name like Yeah. You know, okay, blah, 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 whatever Thanks, right? Yeah. Whatever it is. It's not like you're expecting him to tweet you in more in the future. No, it's no, like I don't have I'm not expecting anything. No, but I'm saying the fact that I don't feel anything. Towards that is a selfishly motivated right. non-feeling. Yeah, your idea, your, you come across as like, oh, that's too bad, and then you move on. Yeah, because, like, I feel like it's selfish because if someone were to die who I knew personally, you. part of that is it starts affecting your life, which you don't like, so... You have emotions about it. Obviously, it's not the full thing, because then it, I'm just sound like I'm a total narcissist, right? Which I don't <laughs> think I am. But no, um, no, that's for the psychiatrist listening. But I guess I, <laughs> I don't have a broad enough or a non selfish enough view to feel any real emotion about a celebrity dying. I guess. I mean, that's that's fairly rational. I mean, the, the rational and emotional sides are. Not exactly diametrically opposed, but they don't... Like, it's rational to not care about Robin Williams' death yeah. for yourself. You're like, you recognize that other people are My sad? day is going to go on the exact same way. Right. You might... Whether he was alive or dead. Right. And you might go years without watching another Robin Williams movie. Yeah. And I like Robin Williams a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, That's World's the Greatest part. Dad was... I one of my favorite movies that he ever did. Yeah, it was really that good. That was it's, a great it's, movie. It's a pretty bold movie. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. And, um, well, that kind of goes back to like the kid dying and then people in the high school thinking yeah. that they had a stronger attachment to him than they actually and they did. they actually and did, yeah. And that kid was That was dick. the whole, yeah, exactly. So that's kind of funny. But the emotional part holds on to the small bits where you're like, man, I watched that movie at a certain time in my life and that brought me great joy. I won't have that joy without thinking about the death of this person. That's the emotional side of it. You're like, oh, that person's gone. He's not producing more joy, more entertainment for, for me and my so friends. Y- so you're losing some of that joy. It was snuffed out. Yeah, the but p- that uh, that's the remaining, f- you know, life that was there. The 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 potential to produce more things, and it, and it ended tragically too. His life. So yeah, obviously, it it's not like he passed at ninety. Yeah, you know, obviously that's different than like he dying of old age or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it didn't, because like I watched, I've watched Jumanji more as like a child than probably any other movie as a child really? growing up. That was one of the ones that I go to my grandma's house and she owned like seven movies and that was one of them and that's something like you and everyone else could like everyone we all watched watching. it like if yeah. i talked to any of my siblings they would remember watching jumanji at I my pa- it, grandparent's so. house over and over again nice but i don't feel like him him dying changes anything about that for me that memory is still there for me like it doesn't seem unchanged or at all and that's a fair. That's a fair amount of the detachment that you can have from this the movie. You can say that oh well, this movie was a certain time in my life. I have nostalgic um, yeah. attachments to it, and it's a fun movie in and of itself. I can just put that in a vacuum. It. it, and deal I, with it. I think that's what I can do because we watched Jumanji when we went on vacation uh, up north, and we were sitting around, and me and my siblings watched Jumanji again. And I, you know, you don't have that same feeling. It's not that good of a movie, <laughs> <laughs> but. It's fun. (laughs) It's a fun movie, but it's not that good. Um, (laughs) But it's like I can't get back that time, right? That's interesting. I I I don't know if we're missing the target about why we both feel differently about these sort of things. Like I feel I don't know. I feel like a a sense of loss about Robin Williams' death. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just, I it's not personally how I how I feel. I guess. Hmm. I don't know. What about, is it just Robin Williams or like what other people? Do you, do you have to have that? Well, someone like him. Nostalgic. the tragedy was that. What about like Philip Seymour Hoffman? Similar. Yeah, S- uh, similar. He od in probably some depressed circumstances. I don't think he was doing heroin because he was living life. To I don't think he was. Like, no, exactly. He was fighting the addiction. But the thing with Robin Williams, it was such a, no one knew that other side to him. No one knew the tragic, de- depressive part of him. Because I don't he, know. I feel listening his, to people talk about it after he died, I feel like people knew that to people a, to knew. a degree. But the obvious, people close to him, his public persona was was obvious as this this firework of fun, exuberant energy, that you just saw, and then that is so opposed to the, the the reticent existence of, of so depression. So it's the it's the juxtaposition yeah. of a, that's a why suicide versus what he was in the public right. image. And people knew about the, the depressive side of him, but the, the mainstream, even me, I don't know the extent of how um, conflicted he was, but you're like, wow, the, that was going on in the same person. That's, both those things existed. That's that's wild. And then the mm-hmm. side he chose, the, the dark side won over. So for someone to be that happy to be overcome by something so dark... It doesn't give you a lot of a lot of hope for the future. If I can't, no, produce that much happy energy, I could be overcome by depressive symptoms too. Yeah, I I I, I agree with that, but I think everyone has that. Okay. I because uh, I know I do personally, but I think everyone does. I mean, like, I, he, that example is obviously an extreme case of the yeah. two yeah. like most extremes you can have. But obviously, everyone has, I think a depressed side and a, like, a positive side. I don't know if those are the two right words to describe. Right. Like, happy and not happy. I don't know. Yeah. No one's happy all the time, and no one's, I hope no one's fucking depressed all the time, but. Right. There's ebbs and flows, some stronger than others, but uh, I think, I guess we didn't see that kind of swing publicly with Adam Williams. I mean, we only saw him in this light where he's just this exuberant firecracker. I don't know how else to describe it. He was just Yeah, we didn't see it. But right. I don't know. That's why it was so stunning that I wasn't we overcome by this. I guess I wasn't I guess it was shocking to hear that he died, but I was like it didn't surprise me to like, oh, he was depressed as a person. Like mm-hmm. it did that didn't surprise me for some reason just cuz I feel like most people are probably like that, and I feel like the people who go that far one way probably go that far the other way too. That's true. I'm I, I definitely believing that that yeah. people, and you hear it a lot with like comedian types that have a lot of depressive um, symptoms like that, where they try to output and project a happier, funner vibe in existence, and that's what they try to make their life about. Try to keep that, try to keep that up, and and making humorous sides about life. But then, w- off stage, when you don't have that audience, when you just have you to yourself, you're know, living with that. That's depressing because half half of humor is making fun of things, mm-hmm. and if you can't take things seriously, how, you know, what are you living for anyway? I don't know. Are you accusing me of something? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it, I mean that's that's the. Um, dichotomy I guess of comedy that y- you, you can make fun of things in a funny way but at the same time if you're if you're damning these things as we're taking this too seriously then what do you take seriously at all I don't know do you have to take things seriously we have to s- feel like you're committed to some sort of idea or goal in the future you can't just take everything as recreation I mean that's kind of why not it's not productive but <laughs> who says it's wrong you want something to be fulfilling. And maybe you I don't know if I could reproduce that in a way that was just sort of fun and in the moment all the freaking time. But what if you can't find anything that's fulfilling and you just give up? Well, that's what happened. That's <laughs> Not what give happened. up in that way, but just <laughs> give up finding fulfilling things. I mean, that's the, that's the whole pursuit. You want to keep something there. You want to have some sort of floor of existence where you're like, at least I have this going for me. And then you keep living. Then you're like, well, I gotta... At least, fort- I, at least I have this nice TV. Yeah. At least I have kids. At least I have kids. I at least I have these three reasons to keep living. Yeah. Because I don't want their lives to be worse. Those are pretty good reasons, though. They're pretty good. Kids. Like, me living for... Because I have a nice TV now. In a house. It's a good TV. It's not... Right. It's not as good... <laughs> like, kids is a good one. Yeah. You have other humans depending on you. Yeah, you're going to be alive. Yeah, I think. Right. If um, if the work. But you if do you do don't have that, though, I'm saying it would be harder oh, yeah. to find reasons to exactly. keep going. And the, the the weird thing is, you have to create them for the yourself. Like that's what you do. You create kids. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you you have this sort of empty. Like, what uh, what's the next thing I'm living for? What am I creating or being a part of? You're God in a way. In uh. God. Creating kids, sure. Is that how? Is that how kids You're are made? You're creating life out of this magical thing. I mean, to be I honest, was doing it. Okay. The the, the <laughs> whole the byproduct, the actual the input what, output. With the kid? The input output of of sex and reproduction is pretty magical. Like, like just just conceptually, like these people come together, they match parts. That's what we call it and rubbing them together rubbing bits um and then 9 stuff. months later <laughs> <laughs> you you had that sound ready for a while no i didn't <laughs> uh and then yeah a a half you half them comes out mm-hmm. that's amazing they don't have to like assemble it in some sort of meat factory to make another person That would make less sense to me. I don't know. Meat factories, man. Maybe women are just meat factories. No, it's not cool, man. Let's not have that on the record. (laughs) 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 I'm throwing it out there. That's also the worst name for a strip club: (laughs) (laughs) the meat factory. The meat factory. (laughs) That sounds like a male strip club to me. Sure. Whatever you want it to be, (laughs) I'll let you have it. All right calling divs yeah oh man i don't want that to be the end point i don't want that to be the why not that's a good end point it's a good joke and a good thing to make light of at the end but what do you want to end on what did we learn here today ryan nothing that's the idea didn't learn anything today Mm Hmm. well we're trying to come together we can we can tangentially talk about a lot of different things Will this be structured into anything fruitful? Uh, Don't count on it. Probably not. Uh, Is there reason to think maybe it could? Possibly. Maybe. Not. Uh, Still waiting for that call, Hollywood. Yeah. As if Hollywood's like one person. We need sponsors. Get a call. Hey, it's Mr. Hollywood calling. (laughs) Senior. Ryan there. I'm Hollywood in chief. (laughs) Yeah. That would be cool. What someone, uh, I don't know how much you needed to know us to really understand or to really like appreciate this podcast even if even that's a thing that can be done First you got to get listeners. Yeah. I don't know how to market all 15 of you Well, things you need a good product first. You need a good brand established and w- then you're working sell on that. that. Yes. So um Again, we're just talking out of our asses This is the very beginning stage. I haven't even done ten full episodes right. of this show yet. So mm-hmm. it's very, very beginning. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm guest right somewhere. This is good, though. This, this is, is where, where I'm, I'm starting, belching on Mike from drinking beer <laughs> while I record. Yes. Brought to you by Schlitz. Schlitz. It's good beer. It is a good beer. It's it's a fine beer. No bad aftertaste. It's not snooty. Nope. No or skunky. I like the label. Beer snobs would not drink this. That's why I, I like, like it. Oh, okay, good.
1: And well, it
0: tastes good. And It's a decent price. I'm like, yeah, it's. I good. like I like lighter beers. Mm-hmm. The more I the more I get older, the more I realize that. I mean, I like the I like lighter beers when I'm in quant- in larger quantities. Yeah, exactly. Like I couldn't do IPAs for like more than a drink and a half. See, I drink less than you, so, like, one beer is enough for me. Substantial. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll buy a six-pack, and it'll last me, like, probably two two weeks or more. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I... I just don't drink a lot. I mean, I do at work when people, like, buy me stuff, but... Right. I don't other than that. That's another interesting thing we'll have for another podcast. The whole, like, society of, like common drugs the the alcohol the c- the coffee the the socially accepted things about like the legal drugs th- the idea alcohol. that we all need a little pick me up in the morning yeah. coffee alcohol we nicotine. all need a little something to take the edge off alcohol like those are the ones and then the other ones have a lot of taboos about even casual use well, we could go into the whole conspiracy of why they're illegal and why these aren't yeah i just wish someone was asking questions I'm only asking questions. That's a very bad impression I started with. That was Jesse Ventura. It's gotten a little better now. And that was Jesse Ventura. (laughs) (laughs) What if we just broke into impression after impression without setting it up? And then no one would know what we're actually doing impressions of because they're that bad. We could do Jesse Ventura talking to Jesse Ventura. Because we can both do that impression of just... Let's do it. I don't I don't know what we would do. Why don't you have a more micro brew beer in your hand? Are you supporting the big beer brands like Miller Lite and Bud Light? I only drink the bigger brands because you don't know what you're getting in the smaller brands. You don't know what you're getting in the bigger brands either. But the government does not regulate either of them to the way that sh- they should be doing. When we were in the Marines... I would drink only the big brand beers because we could not get the smaller ones at stationed at other places outside of this country. I would do the same and I would complain and then they would ask, why are you drunk? It's Tuesday in the war, so you can't be like this. I would say it's Tuesday, but it's only the afternoon. I waited until noon to start drinking. We're in the middle of a goddamn war out here. How am I not supposed to drink when there are lives being put on the line for ideals that are perpetrated by people in Washington? Right. And I don't, I can't believe, that's. I remember that conversation word for word for what it was, but I get feel I have really strong feelings about the beer that I drink. <laughs> I don't know why I felt so strongly about the beer at the time. Maybe it was because I had been up for four straight days and I needed to sleep. And the beer was helping me sleep. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) We should end the show with that (laughs) impression. Two of the exact same impressions talking to each other. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Just... Get like a like a Bill Cosby. We could do the Ray SNL announcer like. <laughs> next time. Next time, <laughs> hello. <laughs> I'm in a tunnel. Can you hear me? There's a lot of traffic. I can't do it as well as you. It's like I best, can't. That's my best one. You can do Ventura better than I can too. And I, <laughs> I talk like this on the microphone. Your your Ventura isn't that bad at all. I think you're just being a little self-deprecating. Maybe I am because we talked earlier about how I break myself down so other people can't do it before I, I just beat them to the punch. Ah, you're punching yourself first. <laughs> that's a great plan. I met a guy in South Korea who let me punch him first before he could punch himself down. But it was a literal punch, not, a fit, not an <laughs> emotional punch. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> That's good. All right. Uh, before we go, we should introduce each other because that's what we do on- Oh, uh, introduce them? Introduce. That's what we do on the show. That's about the only thing I try to do for most of the episodes, except the one with your drunk brother. That one- What? That, that one wasn't a cohesive- Because he <laughs> fell asleep at the end of the- bit. That wasn't a cohesive piece of radio? I couldn't I couldn't introduce him. Um, so, but uh, my name is Ryan. My name is Robbie. And uh, if you want to listen to this, we're on iTunes. Search Williamson Street. um Twitter, search Williamson Street, mm-hmm. W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S-O-N, mm-hmm. Street. I'm not going to spell that out because that's a pretty common word. Um, Yeah, other than that, website we'll probably have soon. We just have a Tumblr right now, but it has mm-hmm. all the episodes up, but so does iTunes. And I feel like most people just use apps. And so Where where can, where can people see you, Ryan? Again, I do uh, stand up in the streets, costing walkers by. Mm-hmm. Um don't have any gigs set uh, the, right the, now? The streets. Unsigned, and I have not accepted any gigs or been offered any gigs. But he's, yeah, I mean. I'm available. He got a lot he's of free got, time. He's got high standards, probably? Cause no, I yell at people in the streets. I got no, no standards. No, b- for, for gigs, because you're like. Class. Yeah. I you will. haven't accepted any gigs so far. If you need a comedian at your funeral, mm-hmm. call me. Yeah. I'll come. Funerals are just roasts for the dead Pretty much. Mm-hmm. If you want to do, if you are setting up a will for yourself, and you want to have a roast at your funeral, mm-hmm. call me. Right, that's probably what's going to happen at Jeff Ross's funeral. I will, oh, I'm sure. Right. Yeah, I was going to say was, I'll bring the Jeff Ross energy to the, to the <laughs> roast. <laughs> I want Norm McDonald to talk at my funeral. Do you? As uh, a, a good good guy here, I just <laughs> just found out about him. Uh, uh what's his name? Yeah. Where, d- where are we? Where was I? Where was I? Can't do it in McDonald's either. Uh Norm going down. It's a lot of that. Yeah. It's a lot of him figuring out where he is <laughs> and what he's talking about. <laughs> he's got nothing to say once he figures it uh, out either. It's just it's just mostly him saying his name. Yeah. Uh, this is Norman uh, Downs here. I don't know what you want me to say next, but uh, I'm here at the funeral. That's All why that's his right. show didn't last that long. North? Once he figured it out where he was, he didn't have a lot else to say. <laughs> he's <laughs> hilarious. He's it. He's great. Yeah. All uh, right. All right. We'll end it here. With no real real ending conclusion.